and welcome to another episode of the Daily Red Podcast. I am your host, Bianca Wiley, arts enthusiast, performer and media creative. You will hear stories about the projects gracing the Queensland art scene and the artists' behind-the-scenes journeys. Sit back, relax and let's get into it. A few weeks ago, I had the pleasure of going to QPAC to view the preview for the 2023 season launch of Queensland Ballet. Lee Kunshin and Rachel Walsh were there to tell us a little bit more about what to expect for the season ahead. Lee Kunshin is the artistic director of Queensland Ballet and Rachel Walsh was a former principal ballet dancer who's coming back to perform for the season of Strictly Gershwin next year. This is what Lee had to say about the upcoming season and what to expect. 2023 season is an exciting year for us with a a mixture of uh, world premieres and also classics and uh, family-friendly ballets and also really uh, push the boundary uh, brand new contemporary and new classical works. So it's really a um, program that's going to really represent a lot of uh, spirit and uh, also talent. Whenever you have to perform and put together a performance or a program for a whole season, there is a lot of planning that goes on behind the scenes. This is what Lee had to say about how long it actually takes him to put together his season program. Uh, My program normally goes uh, to three to four years out. So because of COVID, so obviously everything has been disrupted and delayed, but uh, some of these works has been in planning for several years. I hope that uh, the uh, audience will be enthralled, will be uh, moved, touched, and also will be thoroughly entertained. They should be, be able to walk away with generally emotionally moved and also sometimes be challenged by what we do because the uh, program have offered an array of uh, you know, different styles, different genres, and also different uh, um, you know, sort of choreographers bring different aspects of their styles and their unique language to uh, the repertoire. As we know, living through it for the past few years, COVID really took a toll um, on the art scene especially. There wasn't a whole lot of funding um, for many local artists, but Lee also explained how Queensland Ballet was affected during the pandemic and how it's recovering. In addition to the hardships that they faced with the floods at the beginning of this year. This year uh, we got flood interrupted so we had to cancel a Giselle season which was really devastating for our audience and for our dancers. So uh, we hope next year will be a first normal year since Covid. So really the next year we should be bring a lot of happiness and delight to our community with a program such as Giselle, Strictly Gershwin and also The Nutcracker and Little Mermaid as well as brand new creations the world have not seen. Lee also revealed some of his favourite performances that he's looking forward to this coming season. Every one of them is, uh, is my favourite uh, and really the just at the moment now after 10 years of in my tenure that we have such incredible repertoire of exciting ballets, some blockbusters, and really took us 
about six years to bring Strictly Gershwin back because it's a, a ballet that was so successful, completely sold out, but also so in high demand. Um, but because we have a lot of other beautiful ballets, such as Manon, we have just performed a uh, program. So all of these, um, you know, blockbusters such as Giselle, it's actually 10 years to bring that back. Again, it was a sold out season the first time we did it in my first year in 2013. So you can see there's just so many wonderful works I would like to bring back, but we just don't have enough days on the calendar to bring them all back at once. Uh, one of the ballets I'm most looking forward to next year is my brilliant career. As we all know, it's a much beloved literary work and it's truly a groundbreaking novel for its time. And it's, it's a story that all Australians are so proud and can relate to, is representing the Australian spirit. And so Miles Franklin's My Brilliant Career had made into a feature film, which is a huge hit and also a massive hit uh, as a novel. So to be able to be able to translate into a ballet by this world-renowned choreographer, uh, Kathy Marston, and also a wonderful team of creatives to be able to, uh, you know, translate that into, into a visual spectacular as ballet. I think it's going to be incredible. With the launch of this new program, how is Queensland Ballet adapting programs to appeal to younger audiences? Yes, so we are uh, really the, uh, the likes of uh, Gershwin, the likes of Little Mermaid, um, the Nutcracker, and even Giselle. All these works uh, are just really attracting to families, mm. to children from as little as five or six years old even. And also we have an array of academy programs such as the Queensland Ballet Academy Gala, the Soiree, and also their graduation programs. So all these programs, I think the younger audience will just love, adore, and they will be so inspired by these upcoming talents to showcase the skill and the gracefulness and the, the wonderful art. We're, we're always very conscientious about bringing new audiences in. Uh, we're always very conscious about educating uh, you know, the young generation to um, make them fall in love with ballet and to introduce them, to educate them, to, to really entice them. So new, newer works is always the DNA of the company, but also we recognize the classics is also important for a company like ours to do. The reason they become classics, they are so loved by generations and, uh, and they are timeless pieces. So for us, is achieve that right balance. And certain years you may see a bit more of the classics, some years you see more of the newer creations, but overall our focus is to really to share the, the such a variety, such incredible, vast, uh, different um, you know, genres and styles of ballets and bring the very best ballet to our audience in Queensland. Lee also touched on the Christmas favourite, the Nutcracker. Nutcracker is the all-time favourite and I'm so pleased we have made the Nutcracker the annual favourite Christmas tradition in Queensland. We just can't do enough of it and uh, I really feel this is one ballet can truly bring the families together to bring such joy and happiness 
and everybody can share, whether it's your grandfather or grandchild, and you can really be able to talk about, you can talk about over your dinner tables, and that feeling of magic can still linger on throughout the Christmas holiday season. Lee also spoke about the return of Rachel for the Strictly Gershwin season. She was spline, and to have her, uh, not just her tapping skills, her artistry, her you know experiences to share with our dancers on stage was something very special and it was so special for our audience to to be able to see her grace the stage yet again next year i think it's going to be just spectacular just as much so as what we when we did it six years ago certain artists when when, when they even walk on stage the light seems just goes up a notch and with uh, Rachel Walsh is certainly that case. She just brings such star quality on stage, you can't take your eyes off her. Rachel also shared her own thoughts about returning for Strictly Gershwin and a little bit about what it was like performing in the role six years ago. Well, to come back uh, for Strictly Gershwin is just going to be a pure joy. Uh, it was last time in 2016. I think to join the cast in such a spectacular ballet that celebrates music, singing, ballroom, all the different dance styles, and to have that full orchestra, it really is a night that feels like a big party. And um, the company are just so warm, embracing, and I think we love telling stories as dancers. And this is one ballet or one evening that is just so accessible to everyone whether they like ballet or not, or have been introduced to them, to, to ballet, they will love this show and they'll be swinging in their seats. <laughs> Rachel also shared about returning to the role after having her three children. Some people say I'm crazy, but I think when you have a passion and when you have a love for something, um, that takes over and that really drives uh, everything. I think it's a gift to be an artist and to be able to perform. Um, so yes, I'll still have to work very hard. Um, I haven't started my training, but I look forward to that. And yeah, bringing once again a, a work back that will be enjoyed by everyone in Brisbane and those that travel to Brisbane. When um, the last time I trained for it, my uh, eldest daughter was six months old and she was often sitting in the corner of a studio, um, you know, watching the tap dancing. And I've always included my children in, in the ballet. Um, now I take them to ballets like The Little Mermaid, Nutcracker, um, and we're touring Midsummer Night's Dream. Uh, so I think there's so many opportunities to share ballet with them. They just come along with it, they enjoy it. <laughs> it's me that needs to be um, mindful of uh, taking care of myself. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm definitely not trying to recreate the past. I think um, it all continues the journey uh, of an artist. and. Um, no, I, I just enjoy it. For me, Strictly Gershwin is pure joy. The tap technique is highly technical, um, but I think I've been well trained in a very high performing career, so the training will be intense, um, but it's, it's all worth it to be back on the stage. When looking at the program, did you ever consider coming back for the other shows? Were you most passionate about returning for Gershwin? I think it's a gift that I was offered to return for Gershwin. I think the, the company are just one of the most 
one of the world's most high-performing companies now. I think this old body would not deal with uh, the ballets that they're performing now. What I do love, though, this is my 26th season of Queensland Ballet, and um, I think the most exciting thing about 2023 is that every single piece is so rich in storytelling, and that inspired um, me the most during, during the career and as a principal dancer. I think, you know, ballets that can transport you to a different place and a time and into a, into a world of magic is priceless. And if you can share that with your family and your friends, those, those are timeless little memory capsules. So I think this, this season is once again a gift. I keep saying every year when Lee launches a season that, oh, this is the best year yet, but it seems to continue that way. With performances such as the Gershwin, how does the classical singing add another element to the performances? Oh, that's what is so such a genius, um, you know, sort of touch with the choreographer Derek Dean with Richard Gershwin. Not only have he have brought the best of the Gershwin music to this work, but also he incorporated the fantastic singing and the tap dance, the ballroom dance, of course, ballet. So it's a spectacular. Uh, collaboration cross uh, with artistic, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, really collaboration bring into one show. And when they first premiered in London, uh, in the, uh, one of the reviews was saying people were waiting outside of the theatre for miles out, hoping they can get an extra ticket, last minute ticket. And so our company was the first, uh, second, uh, first company outside of England to be able to perform. Uh, this work, the second company in the world to perform. So we are really proud to bring such a spectacular ballet to the shores of Australia. I also asked Lee about the Thomas Dixon Centre, which is Queensland Ballet's home, which underwent a huge renovation and officially opened in August, situated in West End. The new Thomas Dixon Centre recently opened. Why was it such an important project for you and the company? And does it give Queensland Ballet an advantage on the world stage? That's a really good question. Uh, to uh, Tom Dixon Centre is so transformational. Uh, it's a, such a milestone moment for Queensland Ballet. Not only for Queensland Ballet, but, but for arts in Queensland and also in Australia. Um, really, you have to have the right environment to build the right home to be able to inspire and motivate the best out of the artists because they are there in and out day, on a daily basis. So you want to provide the best possible environment so they can thrive upon. And to have a world best facility for a home for any ballet company, I think it's just says something. It really sends a clear message where it is, where Queensland Ballet is, truly a world-class ballet company and we want a world-class home for them and uh, there's no doubt this is only the start of a very very exciting journey ahead thank you for listening to this episode of the daily red podcast you can follow us on spotify apple podcasts instagram linkedin and tiktok for more and we'll be with you again soon bye